Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast, episode 13, hashtag unlucky13. I'm your host, Ernie C. You can reach me on Twitter, at Still Podcast, or on Instagram, at Still Waiting underscore podcast. How's your day going, guys? How's your week going? Mine's been a little, again, another weird week for me. You know, it's just been very mentally exhausting, I should say. I don't know why, just, I'm just exhausted. I just, all I want to do is sleep, but, you know, I have to stay awake. I have responsibilities, man, just like the rest of you. Um, no, but it was an all right week at work and, you know, getting stuff done, saving lives, you know, because I work at the hospital, not to my own horn over here. Let's just, but I'm, I'm the bottom of the barrel worker at the hospital, okay? But I still save lives, all right? So I can take pride in that. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, but yeah, here we are, episode 13. I can't believe I've been doing this for three months now. Three whole months, and I'm sticking to it. I am doing weekly episodes releasing them on Mondays at 6 a.m. I stick to my deadlines, people. I don't delay this. Uh, I'm not one of these big shots that can just, you know, put an episode out whenever the hell I want and know that a following will listen. You know, I'm sticking to my schedule right now. I'm being loyal to you guys and telling you how, how ridiculous my week has been. And you guys tune in, or at least a very few of you, and I appreciate that. Um, oh, I guess I should have plugged something else. I mean, I always forget to plug this when I'm introducing myself. You can also send me voice messages on Anchor. The address is anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash Ernie, E-R-N-I-E dash Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O. Boy, I already killed two and a half minutes right there just with my intro. Oh, boy. What did I want to even get into this week other than my weird week? I didn't have any instant karma moments. There's so many things I always want to talk about. I'm always sitting there in my head because that's where I always think that's the best place to take notes is in my head. It's not. Uh, So anybody that does the same thing, write it down. I need to condition myself to do this. I don't know why I never do. I'm just thinking a thought, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's something I should talk about. (laughs) But, you know, I'm slowly learning as time goes on. Like, I should have wrote that down. But, you know, only time will tell. Maybe I'll have notes next week. I don't know. I was going to write some down, but, you know, I just get, like, this writer's block. It's like, I know I had stuff I had to talk about this week. And it's like once I get pen to paper... All of a sudden, my mind goes, what? What do you want, man? Oh, you want me to recap everything you thought this week? No. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> I know there was one thing I did want to talk about. And my head goes, like I said, a million miles an hour sometimes. And it's 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 a life of its own, I should say, my my head. But I wanted to talk about co-parenting <laughs> because I had some 
not issues. I didn't have any issues with my son this week. My ex-wife, on the other hand, did on Memorial Day. And I'm not going to get into the details of these issues because, you know, I'm not going to spill out all my dirty laundry. Come on, or any of these people don't need to know. Um, no, I got a text on a Memorial Day saying that my son was being a, being a handful. I will put that lightly. And I just told her, I was like, okay, I'll be there when I, when I'll be there. And, you know, I'll pick him up, you know, no issues here. And, you know, she was kind of just itching for me to be earlier, like just the earlier, the better. So she can get things done herself. And, um, but you know, I was just, I'm not going to sit here and toot my own horn again. Uh, you know, I, I'm always very polite, you know, whoever I'm talking to, even if it's my ex-wife, there might be bitter feelings, but anytime I talk to her, but the thing is like, I don't, I don't try to, I am not going to sit there and take it out on her because like what's done is done. We're, we're done. Now our goal is to parent our son. Um, so she's texting me, telling me everything that's going on. I'm texting her on kind of like, I'm trying to like coach her. I'm like, I said, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, guys. I'm trying to tell her like what I would do, you know, just because these are the things that he responds well to. And she, of course, uh, what the rebuttal says, I tried all those things and all I can do is believe that she actually did. Uh, but I mean, I'm just telling her, I'm like, Hey, like I have my days with him too. I'm not sitting here telling you like every day is sunshine and rainbows with our kid. Like, this is what I would do. This is how it should be done kind of thing. Um, but you know, like I said, my head thinks other things like, my head wants to sit there and say, ha, that's what you get. But, and I, like I said, I'm putting it very, I'm, I'm trying to be clean here, guys, because boy, like I was thinking like in my head, thinking like, that's what you get. You dumb B, <laughs> but you know, I'm very mature. I will, pri I will pride myself on that. It's like, I know how to be mature when the time is in front of me, like to be mature and sit there and, and like, just like I said, keep on coaching saying like, this is how I would do it. And then, so I, I wait a couple hours because I had a lot of things I needed to get done on, on Memorial day. And I finally go and pick him up and he's, by the way, when she comes out, she looks like she's already like wanting to pull her hair out. And, you know, my, like my head just sitting there kind of like chuckling, but, you know, being a responsible dad, showing my kid like, Hey, I'm not going to sit here and laugh at your mom, laugh at your mom in front of you. So I just pull him aside and I start talking to him for like five minutes straight, right in front of her too. You know, tell him like, Hey, you know, when you don't listen, you know, you don't do this. It's, it's okay to be angry, but you don't react in such ways like and try just telling him like talking to him very lightly and of course he's a little obnoxious at first but then 
with my calming voice, not with my angry voice. I'm just calming him down. I'm like, hey, like, calm down, man. Let me talk to you. And, you know, we don't react as such. Whenever you get mad, that's fine. But the thing is, you have to respect me and your mom and you have to listen to us. And, you know, he finally calms down and I just tell him, like, now tell your mom you're sorry and that you love her and that you'll see her tomorrow. And, of course, he immediately just goes and gives her a big hug and says, I'm sorry, mom, I love you. And it's so sweet. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, in my heart's obviously, like, just going a million miles a second just seeing that. Again, with my mind. My, my analogies are horrible here, guys. I always say million miles per second. You'll have to excuse that. And apparently as well. <laughs> um, but, you know, when, when he calms down and he knows he's like he kind of messed up and is apologetic, that makes me feel good. Like I'm raising a respectful, a respectful human being and somebody that knows right from wrong. You know, he's, of course, not going to know everything immediately. But that's our job as parents. And I don't know how many of you are out there are co-parenting, but, you know, you're still a team, but for different reasons, for a third party. And you have to be respectful to each other like I am with my ex-wife. You know, like I said, my head thinks otherwise, but I don't follow my head's advice. I... I buck up and I sit there and say, like, be a good role model for your son, because this is how he's going to be when he's older. Like, be respectful, be kind, be good to people, um, be charitable if you can, even if it's not with money, you know, with wisdom, with your time, whatever. Just do good things and, you know good things will come of it. Uh, but, you know, and then like after all that, you know, she thanked me and I was just like, yeah, no problem. Got him in the car. And it's like that the rest of that night, he was just a dream child to me. And that's the thing is like, like I said, I have my battles with him too, but it's just like, like, yeah, man, that's the kid I want you to be. I want you to be calm and, you know, if you're angry, be angry, but don't take it out on anything or anybody. Just be angry, man. It's okay. Don't react. Just suck it up. Take a breath. Take a drink of water. Go watch TV if you want. Do something to kind of get that anger out. Obviously, something more constructive than destructive. But, like I said... The rest of the night on Memorial Day night, whatever, dream child. He was so good, even at my parents, because he's known for having those kind of moments at my parents because he gets bored very quickly. But he was having fun with my dad. He was having fun with me. He was having fun with the dog and just being such a good kid. And I was like, ah, like, it made me feel like, yes, I am a good dad. Because, boy, he's had, he's had me in moments. He's broken me. Unfortunately, as sad as it is to say on a freaking podcast, he has broken me to the point where it's like I even question my ability to be a father. And he, he can he he does that. Uh, I mean, I think he he kind of had that day with his mom and I can kind of sympathize. I can sympathize with her when it comes to that feeling. It, it sucks. It just sucks the life out of you. 
and you just wonder like what the hell am i even doing anymore like you're not questioning like any crazy thoughts or anything like that at least on my end you're not but you're just sitting there and thinking like why am i even like giving it a, why am i even trying anymore because this this kid this freaking four foot little <laughs> demon sometimes uh will like suck the life out of you and just suck the like just get everything out of you and it's like he just does it with a smile on his face but you know i've gotten a lot of good coaching along the way especially in the last year on how to come at it in a different way and i've been trying to relay the message to my ex-wife his mom uh but you know like i said time will only tell if it's beneficial, like, I, I mean, I have good faith that everything I'm, we're doing, even my ex-wife will be beneficial to him. Like he, he's, like, he's an angel, but boy, those, when those horns come out, they come out hard. Uh, boy. Okay. You guys didn't come here for any freaking parenting advice. You guys came here to hear me talk shit <laughs> about nothing, but I was actually kind of, gonna kind of I was trying to start something but I only got one suggestion so I think I'm just gonna make this a brief little segment and I asked for movies because I there was an episode of a while back where I mentioned there's a lot of movies I have not seen I know references very well but I have not seen a good chunk of movies that are very well known or even some unknown movies and I wanted people to send in suggestions. Like, I, I have yet to see Shawshank Redemption. I have yet to see... You know what? Here is a crazy thing. Like, I am a horror junkie. But the one, like, horror movie I've never ever... Or, I guess, series I've never seen is Alien. I know what they look like. It looks like a pretty creepy alien. I know the, like I said, the references to some... Uh, but I've never seen a single alien movie. I should. I hear, I hear there. I hear the first one's really, really good. I got to check it out. There's one part I know where like the reactions are genuine because people didn't know exactly how this scene was going to portray. So when like the alien popped out of the guy's guts in that movie, like the reactions were genuine. People were like, "What the fuck?" and like screaming and like like yeah, that's pretty clever i got i got to say that's pretty clever you know because you want as you want the acting to be genuine but you know i'm not realistically genuine uh but uh let's see here oh yeah well the segment i was going to get into i was going to try to make this a pretty lengthy segment but again i only got one suggestion and that was for the movie Tank Girl. And I am going to hop on my laptop real quick. And I said, if I have not seen this movie, I would try to try to guess the synopsis or play out the movie how I think it would play out. I don't know, like without reading this actual synopsis. So I'm going to go to IMDb. And by the way, I'm kind of I'm going to try to break down the movie just from the movie poster. That's it. I'm not going to sit there and say 
like what exactly it is by looking at other images. Oops, sorry for that sound there. So Tank Girl, oh, I guess by the way, yeah, I have not seen that movie. But judging by the picture of the movie, this is back in 1995. I have not seen this movie, but I'm gonna guess this is like a No Doubt musical where she sings nothing but No Doubt songs on, on top of a tank. I don't know. And like starts a revolution with like Don't Speak or I'm Just a Girl uh, or Spiderwebs. I don't know. The good No Doubt songs. Oh, she just looks like Gwen Stefani to me. I can't really make out what the point of this. Oh, it looks like post-apocalyptic. It looks like Mad Max. Mad Max with a No Doubt musical and a Gwen Stefani wannabe. That's my guess of what this movie is. Tank Girl. She just looks, I'm just looking at her and she looks like Gwen Stefani back in the day. You know, when Gwen Stefani was a freaking smoke show. What am I talking about? Gwen Stefani still kind of a smoke show. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to sit there and say Mad Max with a No Doubt musical. I'm probably completely way off. Let me find the synopsis here. A girl is among the few survivors of a dystopian Earth. Riding a war tank, she fights against the tyranny of a mega corporation that dominates the remaining potable water supply of the planet. That sounds exactly like Mad Max. It sounds exactly like Mad Max, although there, I don't think there was any corporation. And, you know, I feel like people that are in Antifa feel like they're a part of this style of group. <laughs> they're all riding around in their freaking, uh, what do Antifa members ride around in? They're freaking scooters. Let's just say that. They're riding their scooters thinking they're tank girls. Uh, sorry, I had to shit on an Antifa thing. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's my guess. Oh, yeah, that's my guess. I was completely wrong. But I still think she's singing No Doubt songs through the entire movie. <laughs> uh, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, yeah. Huh, should I get in that today? To that uh, into that today? No, I think I'll wait for another day. It's not. It's it's been a weird Sunday, guys. Let's just say that. But I, I mean, on the other hand, I did go to church. It was a feel-good sermon. I mean, Pastor Lou is a great, great pastor. He he paints a very vivid picture, I will say, and he's very funny while doing it. Like I said, he, he could have been a stand-up comedian. He has a great expression. He has great uh, emphasis. He can... He knows how to work a crowd, that's for sure. And, I mean, they 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 love him. I mean, I, the guy is a funny dude. I love the guy. I will say that. I love the good dude. He's a, he's a great, great person. You can tell he's got a great heart. But uh, had a potluck afterwards. Had some pretty good food. Um... But other than that, it's just been kind of a meh kind of day. I don't know. I, I think I started this podcast kind of sounded depressed. And that's not the case. I'm not depressed. I think I'm just mentally exhausted. And I don't know what to do. Um, just, 
I'm taking one day at a time, guys, uh, with this podcast, or one week at a time with this podcast. Uh, hmm. What to talk about now? I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to take a quick break. Well, we're already at 20 minutes. Wow. Here we are. Me jabbering on about how good of a parent I am <laughs> can last nearly 20 minutes and talk about a no doubt musical. Um, but I'm going to take a quick break and I will come back to Angel's Corner. And I'm back. Um, when I took my break, I decided to listen to the playback of that last little segment there. And I need somebody to do me a favor. I want somebody to tally because I need another police in my life with this freaking podcast. I need somebody to tally how many times I said, you know, just in that first half of this podcast. It, it was annoying me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a horrible audiophile, guys. Like, I freaking... Like, or I don't know if that's considered an audiophile. It's like, there's certain statements that catch my attention, if, especially if it's repetitive. And I say, you know, and apparently an awful lot. It is horrible. But I'm not going like, to go back and tally that bit. I was just sitting there laughing at myself. I'm just like... Oh, gosh, that's, like, such a lazy way of, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I'm not cultural appropriating here, Ernie. Come on. Well, I'm trying to reach reach a certain de- demographic here. <laughs> but, yeah, when I said you know, it's just like, oh, gosh, like, yeah, I would cringe every time I heard it. But I'm going to try on this next part not to say you know so much. All right, so here we go with Angel's Corner. Angel again, Angel Banuelos. I believe that's how you say his last name, Banuelos. Makes me sound so authentic, authentically Mexican. (laughs) But Angel Banuelos is basically a writer for my show. He's the only one that ever submits questions, but you guys can too. I mean, it doesn't have to be just his corner here, guys. You guys can chime in. Uh, but he sends me all these questions and has been doing it for quite a while. And I've been so gracious to him. He's been, I've been so thankful for him because without him, my podcast again would be like five minutes long about me bitching about life. And, you know, I try to, I'm trying to be funny here, guys. I'm trying to get comfortable. And it's like, I, I will admit the first few episodes of this podcast, you can hear, the timid, the intimidation, like me being intimidated to do this. But now, what, 13 episodes in, I'm lucky 13. I am actually, I, th- I have to pride myself on this, guys, but I think you guys can hear it. I, I, I'm becoming more comfortable, more confident, and talking about what I'm talking about, trying to make better allergies, uh, better allergies, better analogies. Jeez. Um, better analogies. I'm trying so hard to not say certain things like, you know, and apparently, obviously that's not working so far, but that's why I got to keep doing this guys. I want, I want, like I said, my goal is to eventually 
hit a stage for the first time and do an open micer or something and be what I want to be, a stand-up comedian now. That's my aspiration, or that's what I aspire to be. But only time will tell. That's another statement I say. Good Lord, Ernie, quit picking on yourself. Just get into Angel's Corner. All right. Again, Angel, thank you again for their questions. Hit me up with a ton again. And here is question number one. There is a trend where people on TikTok are trying mustard on watermelon. Oh, man. Would you try it and see if it's a good combination? Dude, I am so sick of these viral viral trends. Like, to me, that just sounds like Tide Pods. I mean, I know it's not as, like, dangerous as, as a Tide Pod. People were so stupid to do that, by the way. I'm not going to judge you if you did it. I mean, I will kind of judge you, but that was a very stupid move to put a Tide Pod in your mouth. Um, but mustard on watermelon. See, I love both things. I love watermelon. I love mustard. A lot of people don't like mustard. You, you people are weird, but you know, I'm not going to judge you, but watermelon and mustard, what is going on people? Like, is that what we've become trends on TikTok? I don't even do TikTok, by the way. I, don't, I honestly don't understand. It sounds like it, to me, that sounds way more exhausting than doing a podcast. I've seen, I see some of the edits that people do on like from the TikToks that I have seen where people are doing like multiple people stuff and there's just one person that, that to me that just sounds like way too exhausting and that's almost sounds like it almost sounds, it almost looks like they're making a movie and i don't know it's just weird but no i would never ever ever try mustard on watermelon good lord Oof. okay what is another weird combination that you like the other people will like, or what is another weird combination that you like that other people would not like or would think it's weird? You know, I don't know if I mentioned this a while back, but I feel like I did. I mentioned it to somebody, if not on this podcast. It might have been at work or something. But I haven't done this in, since probably since I was a teenager. But my, bit, my one of my favorite sandwiches as a kid growing up I think it's disgusting now, or at least I, I just don't eat it, or I don't eat bologna sandwiches anymore. But I used to love bologna sandwiches with ketchup, just ketchup, nothing else, no mustard, um, no mayo, no lettuce, whatever. It was just a slab of bologna and ketchup. I thought it was delicious. I mean, it's just, it's basically just a cold hot dog with, with ketchup on it. Um, but I don't know. I remember seeing every kid's reaction. Like what is up with you, dude? And like, you are tripping. I got a delicious peanut butter and jelly over here and you're not going to sit there and tell me that it is better than a bologna sandwich, bologna sandwich or yeah, that it's, yeah, you're not going to tell me, good Lord, Ernie, get with the program. You're not going to tell me that a bologna sandwich with ketchup is better than this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Another question from Angel. 
Oh, he sent me an article. Your meanest friends might care about you the most, according to research published in the Journal of Psychological Science. Friends who are honest but harsh may act that way, believing the impact of negative emotions will be, be, will be beneficial in the long run. You know, as a guy, I have a lot of asshole friends that are guys. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that they are... I don't think they care about me the most because, like, I don't think they, I don't know. I don't think they would have done what my best friend would have done, what my best friend did last year. Because, you know, everybody has their own lives to live and either has a family or, you know, just isn't in a situation to take a person like me in. But my best friend last year did that, and she was my guardian angel at the time. Like she was, it was so fun to live with her. It was like, I bet the fact that she laid it out, like opened up her house to me. A guy that felt like, I I thought I was going to be homeless. If she said no, I was almost planning on it. I would have been under the freaking market street bridge, but no, she's a very, very caring person. And I'm so thankful for her because without her, I probably still be under the market street bridge. All the people, that are outside of Salem, probably like, what the hell's the Market Street Bridge? But after mentioning what I just mentioned, you get the idea. All right. So he sent me another article. Oof. China is planning to launch its own artificial moon by 2022, next year, huh? To replace street lamps. China plans to have three artificial moon. Uh, three artificial moon in orbit around Earth. These will shine eight times brighter than the, than the natural moon. Uh, what do you think about that? I feel like this is fake news. Just from what I'm looking at. I don't know. Just, But... Come on, guys. Do we really, like, just... Let things be natural. Why does everything have to be so insane these days? Three moons? I'm good with just the one. I don't want three moons shining in my in my room at night. Then nobody's going to be able to sleep. Like, what the hell, China? You created coronavirus, now you're doing this? Oh, man, you're going to pay. Don't, don't kill me, China. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just fucking around on a podcast um but yeah you're gonna pay china moving on uh did you know there is a movie called 100 years to the movie you will never see uh i did not know that but he sent me a picture of it and it's got john malkovich it almost seems like a seems like a gimmick movie like I don't know, like it's a fake movie, but no, and I I read the very bottom. Let's see here. John Malkovich, 100 Years, the movie you will never see. Uh, I can't read the very bottom, it's very blurry, but it says it comes out in 2115. Yeah, I don't think John Malkovich is going to be alive in 2115. That'd be nuts if, if he did. 
you'd basically be godlike if he was that if if that were the case. Sorry, I had to take your drink here. Uh, what is your favorite quote? Oof, favorite quote. That is a good question. If I'm being funny right now, it's got to be you are fake news. That's the best freaking comedy line. I mean, it's from Donald Trump. And the guy was a comedy genius, even as a president. There was there. Okay. There's a favorite tweet of mine from him. And I'm, I'm not going to actually, no, I'm not going to talk about it. It, it's, it made me cry laughing. It was the funniest shit I've ever read in my life uh, from a standing president. Like, it, it just, it made me laugh hysterically because I knew, I, like, I knew what he was going for. He was trying to rile up a crowd. Obviously not the way, like, what people was consider what people considered like the insurrection thing that was total garbage and totally misconstrued and I thought he was vilified for nothing on that, um, but it was an opposing side he was trying to rile up and it was just like he knew exactly what he was doing but of course <laughs> it's just I I can't even talk about it I'm gonna move forward because but a Pharaoh quote. Favorite quote? I don't know. Give me some quote idea. Get uh, quote ideas, guys. I don't. I don't know. Movie quote? Mm. We're gonna need a bigger boat. I don't know. I'll pass. Sorry, Angel. You stumped me again. Maybe I'll come back in a few weeks, like I did with that song last week. I'll, I'll really have to look up some quotes. Would you ever donate your body to science? Oof. Maybe if I was like, like The Rock or something, or I don't know, a a Channing Tatum kind of specimen, probably. I mean, those guys have, or Brad Pitt, they have a reason to donate their bodies to science. You know, they're like Greek gods. Um, But... I don't think my my body would ever be beneficial to science. I will say that. I mean, they could sit there and say, like, hmm, this guy was fat. You know, that'll be their, like, what is it called? The hypothesis? No, is it a, hypoth- a hypothesis? Uh, I was never good at science, man. That was, like, my least favorite subject in school growing up. I hated it. I think the only cool thing I ever remember about science was dissecting a dead frog. Uh, but other than that, I don't remember. I, yeah, I don't remember science at all. I'm surprised I even graduated just because I, the, my hatred for science was just unreal. Everybody thought I was crazy too because science is apparently very exciting to a lot of nerds out there. Um, let's see here. If you had to leave the country and, and you have been erased, where would you go and what would your new first and last name be? Well, 
Um, I always, where I would go if I had to leave the country, I mean, I've said it numerous times, is either Tokyo or Sydney. But my names, my names, my name in Japan would have to be very like, I don't know. I think I would just, with Japan, I'd have to go with like a sumo wrestler name because the name has to match me, uh, who I am. Uh, I can't think of a name for Japan. I'll go E-Honda. You know, that's a Street Fighter reference for you guys out there. If you don't know who E-Honda is. Um, Yeah, E-Honda. That's my name in Japan. But if I were to go to Australia, oof. Not Crocodile Dundee. No, I mean, I gotta be more clever. What's a good Australian name? Hmm. I was about to do an Australian accent, but. Uh, well, it could be Steve Irwin. That's, that name is probably free now. <laughs> I don't know if that was considered a dark joke, but. I'm just kidding. I mean, I, rest in peace, Steve Irwin. I'm not making fun of you. Jeez, um, what would my name be in Australia? Oosh. You know, I would just probably go by Eric Cornhole. There we go. Yeah, Eric Cornhole. Mm, yeah, Eric Cornhole, Australia. I don't know. I can't think of a name. I'm like, I'm drawing a blank here. Ooh, boy. Are you going to see or have you seen the Logan Paul uh, Mayweather fight? Well, that is tonight, Sunday. Yes, Sunday. And yeah, that movie or movie, that fight is tonight. And no, I'm definitely not going to watch it. <laughs> the only boxing matches I ever loved watching were Mike Tyson's boxing matches. I got, to me, Mayweather, especially his last five fights, have been nothing but just pure cash grabs. They're not real authentic fights. He's going to smoke Logan Paul, by the way. I don't know why Logan Paul thinks he has a chance. He, The guy, I mean... I don't care for Mayweather, but he's gonna fuck up Logan Paul. If if not, if he if he doesn't do that, he's just gonna dance around and let Logan Paul wear himself out. Probably get a good few hits in. If if he doesn't knock him out and it comes down to a decision, he's gonna win. But. That's what he did with Conor McGregor, and that really pissed me off because when they went on that whole world tour promoting thing, Conor made me believe like they, that he had a chance. Like I was like, oh, man, Conor McGregor will probably mess up Mayweather. But I, I don't think that was a fair fight, to be honest. Like, I will give Conor credit because he lasted like 10 rounds before I think getting knocked out. But that's when I noticed how Mayweather was fighting. I was like, okay, no, he's just dancing and just being on the defense. And wait, and and Conor McGregor 
is just doing nothing but like he's being the aggressor. And that was a poor decision by Conor McGregor if he was, if it was real authentic. But the thing is, like I said, that wasn't an authentic fight either. Just like this Logan Paul thing. That was just a cash grab because turns out like Floyd Mayweather got freaking like half a billion for that fight. And I think Conor walked away with like 400 million. So like they knew what they were doing. They knew people were going to want to see this. Um, and what was so frustrating is just, I think they're the, they should, what they should have done was like, okay, they should have done best two out of three. Well, no, that's a hard one, but okay. Not best two out of three. How about this? Boxing match first, UFC fight second. So the rematch, except Mayweather now has to come into the octagon and come into Conor McGregor's world. That and then that would have been even better because that way, that way, Conor would have just got him in a chokehold or a triangle or freaking what's the armbar or uh, or he would have just knocked him out with a freaking kick to the head. I, I think that's, but the thing is, Floyd May, Floyd Mayweather, being practically a billionaire, he he wouldn't have taken that fight if that were the case. He would have just been like, nope. If that's not that's not how it's gonna go down. Like you're only coming into my world, and in that world, Connor lost, sucked. And then the Mac, Manny Pacquiao. Wow, I'm going along with this sports stuff. Uh, Manny Pacquiao. It sucks. I think if that fight had happened like 10 years before it happened, that would have been either a way different outcome and probably a way better fight. But they waited until like Floyd Mayweather was nearing retirement and Manny Pacquiao was like falling apart. I think he went into that fight with like a torn rotator cuff. I don't remember. But I actually watched the rematch, or not the rematch, the 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 replay of that fight just a couple nights ago at having coffee with my dad. And we were kind of like just analyzing the fight. Like, Oh wow. Like may, like since we didn't get to see it live, that fight's like six years old now, but I was actually watching that fight. I was like, wow, Manny Pacquiao is actually coming in pretty hot. And he was getting quite a few good strikes in on Floyd. I don't remember how that fight ended. I think his decision might have been a knockout. I don't know. We didn't stay for the entire thing. But I thought, like, from the few rounds that I did see, I felt like Manny had that fight won. If it was decision, though, those judges were totally bought by Mayweather because the guy can just throw away money like nothing. All right, moving on. I think – was that the last question? Oh, no, this is the last question. What is your favorite motivational quote? And what about it makes you pumped? What does it motivate you to do? It's actually funny that you asked this because I think last week or two weeks ago, I downloaded this app that sends me like motivational, like five motivational quotes a day. And I've gotten some good ones. Like, it's actually a really good app. I have to look at it. Uh, what's it called? Oh, it's just called Motivation. 
Uh, I've actually taken a few photos of some quotes that I really did enjoy. Um, one of them being invest in your dreams, grind now, shine later. That kind of reminded me of the podcast. It's like, I'm, I'm grinding it out. And the thing is, I'm still getting very few minutes. Um, I'm getting very little listenership. I'm not complaining though. You guys that are still listening. So why would I complain? I'm going to keep on grinding these out and who knows where this will take me. I'm hoping it takes me to a stage, but we'll see. And then there's another one. Focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses. Focus on your character, not your reputation. And focus on your blessings, not your misfortunes. That is a great motivational quote. It's just quit seeing the negative and everything. That, um, to me, that is a huge thing because, boy, I like to see a lot of negative. I try not to be. I think the last year or so, I've kind of just trying to, I've been trying so hard to grow out of that. And I don't like drama anyway. So it's like, why focus on negative shit all the time? It does nothing for me. It doesn't benefit me. I don't see how it benefits anybody. Um, and then, you know, focus on my character, not my reputation. I mean, that's, that's a little bit hard to do. I mean, I, I want to be, I want to be known for being a good person, but with like a kind of, not a dark twist, I, I just, I'm a jokester. Like I'm, I don't try to take life so seriously all the time because you know, we're only here temporarily guys. So I just, I try so hard just to be, um, a good person and be known for being a good person. But I don't know. That was just a bunch of rambling and then focus on, yeah, focus on your blessings, not your misfortunes. Uh, again, with the negativity stuff, like it's like I'm, I'm trying to just throw all my misfortunes in the past and sit there and say those aren't a part of me anymore. They're a part of my past, and that's not who I am. So I have everything I have. I have for a reason, and I should just be thankful for it. I have a good son. I have a roof over my head. I have. I'm living my life the best I can, doing all everything I can. <sighs> but what is it? Like, what was the point of that? What was the question? Oh, sorry, Angel. Um, what does it motivate you to do? Just like, like I said, it motivates me to be a good person, and motivate motivates me just to push harder. Like, quit focusing on the bad. Focus on your blessings and push harder for what you want. So that's all the motivation I need. Oh boy. Wow. This segment was nearly a half hour. I'm going to call it good there. Thank you again, Angel Benuelos for the questions. You're amazing, dude. I can't thank you enough. Again, you guys can reach me on Twitter at still podcast or on Instagram at still waiting underscore podcast, or you can send in some voice messages at anchor.fm slash Ernie dash Cornejo. I'm going to get out of here now. It's getting sunny again, so I might just go for a walk and 
enjoy the weather, the nice cool weather. I don't know. But I'm going to get out of here. I hope you guys have a great week. Have a good day whenever you're listening to this. I bless each other. God bless you guys. Um, What else? I don't even know. I'm just going to sip on this hard seltzer here. And yes, I am a male drinking hard seltzer. Don't give me shit, guys. Um, But I'm going to go for a walk. Enjoy the weather. I don't know. Take care, you guys. I will talk to you next week.